0: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond The Mix This is episode 34 and it is called A Table For Two Please I'm your (laughs) boy, I'm your boy Herman Hildo aka Halu Halu And I am one half of sick reggae I play rhythm guitar and I lay down the sweet, sweet vocals for our band And also let me introduce to you my boy, my number one man right here uh corby is on the line um say what's up my dude hey what's going on <laughs> Yes, corby makes up the last half of sick reggae uh he's the guy behind behind the infamous dangerous most elite applause please Peaceables. <laughs> yeah, what's up my dude? And if you didn't know, I'm going to let you know right now that Beyond the Mix podcast is brought to you by Route to Kingdom, where you your <laughs> where your fitness create. journey awaits you. Yes, we are rebranded. We are a fitness company. I am doing good, business is good, and I am so excited that I'm finally getting to do what I absolutely love. I love music, but you know, hey, it's, it doesn't pay the bills. You know what I mean? So we had to figure out a way to actually do what I love to do, and you know, just to be awesome. And plus, too, I get to work out all day long. Yes.
1: You mean, you mean playing for drink coupons and Mix and mastering for free doesn't pay the bills. I don't...
0: No, absolutely it not. Doesn't. Wow, <laughs> I think I think Spotify paid me 12 cents <laughs> last wow. month, dude. Nice, you know, so did you, put you it know, in piggy bank? I did. I gotta pay taxes on that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got seven cents now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, between but yeah. the 12
1: cents and the and the stimmy the 600 stimmy you should be good bro
0: oh dude honestly we don't qualify for the stimmy my dude oh no. <laughs> yeah we don't qualify we make too much you know you got to be in a certain bracket to get that yeah. stimmy you don't you, know. you don't
1: qualify for the stimmy but uh do you remember ontario airport when you lived down here
0: right i remember do you remember that yeah, yeah. I just
1: i just saw a thing they got like i don't know dude a 100 million dollars for covid relief i'm like.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> and they're and they're and they're re uh they're redoing the runway. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, what does the runway have to do with COVID and relief, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I started thinking, yeah, you know, I understand the airlines took a hit, but I, I don't know, bro. It just don't make no sense.
0: I don't know, dude. This this whole thing is crazy. Like like you said before, man. You're in the middle of it all, bro. Like these politicians have really forced the idea of COVID being so political making people choose one side or the other the left or the right which is causing a greater divide between americans but and you know we live we live in america so this impacts us you know and it it does it does impact us it's just unfortunate man like here's the thing you know like i'm all for the the COVID vaccine i'm vaccinated i got i got both the shots um, and, and I know you did too as well because, I did, you
1: know, and I'm about to get my booster shot too.
0: Right. Well, however, you
1: know, I, I support the right to choose.
0: Exactly. Like let the people choose, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: Because here's the deal, bro. Like you're saying like, uh, what Newsom just made the vaccine mandatory as soon as it's approved right. for, for kids. Right. Right. And right. I, and I understand there's other vaccinations that they want you to get, but my thing is this dude, like it's. You're making this mandatory And you're at, and then Fossey's coming out here saying You can't We don't know if you can gather for Christmas Right? Right,
0: right Like,
1: like the the seven family members that come over your house Is the problem But packing 80,000 people into a football stadium Is not a it's problem Is okay Or yeah. <laughs> yeah Or going to concerts You know Is not Like obviously I want to go to concerts And obviously I've been waiting right. for this stuff to open up Right My thing yeah. is Is that just shows you right there uh, The blatant uh politicizing of this that that it's that they do
0: and, and see that's the thing i don't get here's and, and i i kind of i'm trying to look at it from their point of view now if they're actually being actually truthful and there is no monetary value for the big corporations like the pharmaceuticals whatever if they're let's just take that out of the picture and they actually care about you know and, and this is just a, a statement this is my opinion you know and let's just pretend that they actually do care about us and not filling their pockets full of green right and i'm not i'm not talking about mj i'm, I'm talking about the the green paper you know Aww. so let's just say let's just go on to their side now i get it right i get it you they want us to be safe right it's simple it's simple if you didn't get the vaccine stay home but how how are they yeah. going to control that because you know obviously people are getting sick and you know and I don't have any data on this it's just from what I'm seeing it it seems like the kids are going to school they're the ones getting COVID and bringing it home to the parents and the parents most people don't work in their towns or the cities that they live in they work in bigger cities because that's that's where the the big jobs are I, I suppose and now now it's being spread from point A to point B you got people who are asymptomatic meaning um, they they can carry the disease, but yeah. they're they'd have no symptoms. You know what I mean. So I, yeah. I get. It. So how do we combat that? Is that do you, uh, so? My question is, Corby, do you think that that's the way of combating COVID nineteen in your professional opinion?
1: So seeing it from the hospital side, um, COVID is real, definitely real, uh, and the this latest surge that we had, uh, for us here in Southern California, it's pretty much done. So I have, I have a total of 10 COVID patients in my entire hospital now.
0: Oh, and good. I have,
1: yeah, I have one, uh, as of yesterday, I had one on a ventilator. And unfortunately that one person was fully vaccinated with a Johnson and Johnson shot. Um, right. Why she's so sick, I don't know, maybe Johnson and Johnson yeah. blows, I don't know. But uh, yeah. I can tell you that's the first person that I've seen that has yeah. been vaccinated uh, that's on a ventilator. That I personally seen in my in my hospital and um it is a vast majority of unvaccinated people and the unvaccinated people that come in have been younger they've been in their 30s and early 40s and every single one of them is unbelievably regretful that they didn't get the vaccine because they are scared and they end up dying and they die horribly honestly that being said um the flu kills you know i mean it we're at like what, uh, seven hundred? What are we at? Seven hundred thousand people, I think, now. Something that like that. Died yeah. from COVID or whatever. Right. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I feel like you just combat it the way you combat flu. I mean, they honestly, dude, they we don't have a handle on COVID at all. We we have like we have remdesivir, which is an antiviral drug that we give, um, but it's really hard on the kidney, So if you have kidney uh, problems, any kind of renal failure or anything. You're not going to get desivir. we do um we have our breathing machines that we put them on um, we have vitamins the zinc the d all that kind of stuff and then basically they just chase symptoms so covid wrecks havoc on your body um, it starts with your respiratory system moves into your kidneys moves into your heart moves into uh, all kinds of other things And then we just chase symptoms it makes your blood sugar go crazy it makes your blood pressure go high so then they start treating you with uh insulin and then they start treating you with blood pressure medications they're all we just literally chase symptoms so the only thing that fixes you uh, i mean the plasma the antibodies the plasma the remdesivir i think it does help if you catch it early enough Mm -hmm. but uh your it's your body dude it's whether or not your body is just going to fight the virus off or it's not and we just try to give support for that stuff and and if the body turns around it turns around if it doesn't it doesn't that's basically all it is to it so uh my thing is this dude like for me professionally like hey man if you come in sick i don't care if you're vaccinated unvaccinated i don't give a shit what color you are what race you are who you'd like to have sex with none of that other bullshit you're getting treated the same and and i've never seen anything otherwise right out of any medical professional um nobody cares if you're vaccinated nobody cares if you're unvaccinated they're going to work hard right. to, help, to try to save your life, right? Right. But uh, don't tell me that this thing that we need to not gather and we need to do all this, but yet when it comes to like um, Amazon, right? Let's take Amazon. Amazon's yeah. huge, right? I right. mean, they didn't shut amazon down when when we all got locked down like everybody was allowed to go to work there everybody was allowed to go to work at the big corporations walmart <laughs> walmart everybody's allowed to work at walmart of course the grocery stores you want to get food you know so my thing is and now they're like oh well you know you need to put masks back on or you need to do this you need to do that hey but you know college football's on saturday Fucking eighty thousand people go for it packing right. the stadium you know what i'm saying so none of it makes any sense to me and then when you're looking at leaders right <clears throat> you're looking at leaders one day on the on the TV telling you take precautions this and that or whatever, and then all of a sudden pictures come out. They're not masked. They're around a bunch of people. They're partying. They're doing all this right. crap. So it's just the they these we just don't have the caliber of people in place to to be leaders, in my opinion. Everyone's right. selfish, dude, and nobody knows what they're doing. It's just it's 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 simply like if you your if your entire life revolves around what political party that you support blindly, then right, you're right. part of the problem,
0: dude. Exactly. Because I, I don't get, yeah. I agree.
1: And that's what we're coming down to, dude. It's just basically, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what are we doing for our party? That's all, it's, what are we doing for our party? That's the only thing that matters to these people. And until-
0: Yeah, no, just just keep it running sorry about that everybody we were experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties but we are back i don't know hey it, it happens um yeah. but
1: but you were talking about personal responsibility and you're exactly 100 percent right yeah dude, so because- that's that's the
0: thing corby like i've i've seen people even going to the grocery store you i i watch people touch like they wipe their face or they wipe their lips for whatever habit that is, that little tick. And then they <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, they're their yeah. eye and then they go touch the apples and they look at the apples and they put Ooh, it back. And I'm like, if COVID was sounds... if COVID was really that serious. Right. Like, and it's like if it's as if you're really that worried about it, then you would mandate the stores to put somebody at the produce and hand out the apples. You
1: know, well, right, yeah. or or is that or, is that well, too much? Well, I mean, you're talking about profits and hiring people, putting people in, you know, like uh, hiring extra people to do jobs that they have right. never had before and stuff like that. But you know, it all comes down to the everyone knows this, everybody knows this, that it all comes down to the dollar. But right. you're what you're saying with the uh, with the people not believing things and not knowing who to believe, dude. I've literally had patients die that all the way up to them being innovated because once they're innovated, you can't talk anymore obviously you're you're sedated but they were they're like covid's fake i do not have covid i have the flu and you're like no dude you have covid and they're like there's no such thing as covid and i'm like you're literally in the hospital bed with covid (laughs) bruh you know this is not the flu like it's different way way different than the flu anybody that says it's a flu is not educated enough they're just listening to social media that being said, man, that all that all being said, yes, COVID can be deadly for some people, but for the vast majority of people, you're just going to go through a bad flu-like symptom type thing. Right. You know, but um, it does affect other things. It does affect um, things in your, like, for some reason, people are having real I- neurological issues. Um, really? Post-COVID. Yeah. You know, uh, balance issues, memory issues, um you know just weird weird stuff that they're that they're doing don't know why we won't know why for a while but um they are having that and it is a serious thing or it can be serious but you know it, it comes to the thing do you shut the world down for a one percent mortality rate because that's what it is right you know i mean when you're talking about one percent of you know 10 billion people i mean, that's a lot of freaking people you know what i mean
0: right
1: but then where lies the balance like do you you know do you are you hurting more people by doing all this crazy shit than you are helping them you know what i mean right it's just you know it's and i just think it all comes down to partisan stuff you know it's like look man i'm not a republican and i'm not a democrat right i'm not a huge fan of joe biden um i'm not a huge fan of how trump acts like um I do agree with some of his policies that he put in place, and, right. but I agree with some of the policies that everyone puts in place, and I disagree with policies that people put in place, and that's my right, you know what I mean? But I can tell you this. I can tell you that if Trump did something, uh, then the other side would, whatever he did, the other side would just cry fucking havoc, right? Right. Now, Biden does the same thing, and that side praises him, but now the other side cries havoc.
0: Right, so, <laughs> right.
1: You know, it's like, are we really looking at what these people are putting in place, or are we just programmed to agree and disagree with whatever our party or opposite party does? Right. And that's what I think we are because how in the hell can Californians vote for a, a gas tax increase? Right. I, I don't understand how <laughs> yeah, you vote yeah. to take more money out of your pocket.
0: Well, because I they don't they get it. They spin it. They spin it one way to, and they put it at the far bottom because we all know that when you read. A whole bunch of paperwork. You just really skim through it. You don't but really we, read the whole thing.
1: We literally had a measure on a ballot a couple years ago, three, four years ago, to repeal the gas tax, and everybody voted not to repeal the gas tax. <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't, you're literally voting for them to come take more of your money and do what with it? nobody knows dude and now right. you're at the pump paying 5 bucks a gallon right while everybody else in the country is paying you know 2 bucks a gallon or a dollar 80 whatever it is right and and we're never going to see the rewards of that tax like what are we going to see for that nothing
0: <laughs> you know what i I totally agree with you, but I, I think it's so funny, and this is the thing that I know that they And I don't they, mean to. Man, no, no, do sorry. do you I think, man? I don't mean man.
1: to turn this into a political show.
0: No, it's it, dude. This is our podcast. We could talk about whatever we want to talk about. You know what I mean? And here's True. here's the, here's the thing, dude. Like I I totally agree with you, bro. And like and I always talk about this uh, to you. I mentioned it a few times, but one thing that when we are divided when when we are divided as a country and i'm not talking about the politicians i'm i'm talking about the people not, not the government the people when we are divided we we're always attacking each other versus yeah. looking what's in front of us and you know what we used to do this and we did it so perfectly when me and you were in law enforcement you know we would yeah. you know we we wouldn't call it segregation we would separate we would separate groups of people gang members yeah gang members um, and and what was it
1: for Herm?
0: it's easier to control
1: for the safety for right? this safety unquote. oh that's right yeah. for the
0: safety of the institution safety of the community yeah. you know what i mean and, and that's the thing and and look at look at us bro like you know i mentioned this last time you know i remember when i first came into the bureau we had a diversity program and that diversity program was based upon that person's background of their work ethics how they grew up you know we got a carpenter here you got you got welders you have guys who are in the fitness business whatever and now they chosen a career in law enforcement well and then now all of a sudden now we have like eight or nine different sets of diversity program um uh you know the pacific pacific american islander or something like that then you got the uh African All American, whatever, yeah. and Hispanic month, and yeah. then I don't know if you ever been to any of those programs when the bureau would hold those. Oh, I had to go. It was it turned into a race war. It was always a race war, and yeah. then and then we slowly started separating one another. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, you guys, and they're always asking me, "Your Herm, you should join this. You should join the Pacific Islander uh, Diversity Program." I was like, I will pass because they are purposely dividing us. I go look yeah, around. It turned, it,
1: the the and that's the thing where they the good intentions turn bad. So the intentions were let's expose everybody to other cultures, and right. that's the the problem with it, dude. The, here's the in my personal opinion. I'm nobody, but I just have opinions. But my opinion is is it had nothing to do with race and it had everything to do with culture. So exactly. I'm I'm all for like, if you expand yourself to different cultures, I think you grow as a person, right? But when you start seeing a culture as a specific skin color, that's a problem, to me. Right? It's a problem because. If you took everybody and just threw everybody in a big glass and jumbled them up and just threw them on the board of earth and you had a whole mix of people in regions, like people act a certain way based on what region they right. grew up in and what they had around them, what resources they have, how the weather is, Culture. all these other factors that come into place on, how, on what, what grows your personality. Um, right. your upbringing your your religious beliefs all this stuff but if you notice there's certain like they always talk about the southern states being extremely religious why is that that's just because that's the culture they grew up in right. And as a kid you're very impressionable and you're taught things and a lot of times as you're taught things as a kid you 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 bring them up as with you as an adult you know what I mean it's like the food you eat right you know how you talk uh, how what your accent is all that kind of stuff if if we need to stop seeing people as t- skin tones and start seeing people as like cultural, like where where what 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 goes into your culture as far as where your locality is of you growing up and what's important to your your morals and your values of that area because that's ultimately what's what builds a person, you know. And don't get me wrong, dude; those morals and values and those cultures and those areas can bring people up to be racist, you know. Absolutely, right? right? That's absolutely, but. Um, like you said, we go into these uh, programs, and it it, it doesn't even it, it's it morphed into cult from culture to like skin color. Exactly. And it's wrong. I think it's wrong. Absolutely. It's just absolutely wrong. I don't think anybody grows up hating a skin color.
0: Dude. No, man. And the thing is, bro, we are literally all the same. Do we all? Are Our, oh, our, our yep. DNA is made of the same. Our blood is made of the same. We are the same. We got the same muscle types. Every, we're the same. It's just an external thing in, in what we see. And and you know and, and there are people out there that like to play victim to it because it benefits them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... Dude, just like... when
1: People I came, can... You'll always exploit your situation, you know? If right. you think... If if playing the victim gets you more stuff, you're just kind of taught right. to play the victim to get your bro, stuff. Bro,
0: when I came to the States, bro, kids were mean to me, dude. I was different. I had to sit in the back. Nobody ever talked to me. And, dude, <laughs> I'm serious. All cultures of, of... All American cultures, not just exclusive to whites, browns, blacks, every American culture that was in the United States was mean to me. Nobody wanted to hang out me. I was always last last to to get picked for stuff you know what i mean i i I dress funny because you know we didn't have the money for it you You know know,
1: and the funny thing is is i think it would be like that for any place like let's take let's take me right i'm a white dude you know from the midwest originally irish background if they if my parents would have moved to china when i was five years old or or whatever 10 years old i mean i think it would have been the same yeah. Kids would have ostracized me, or been For away sure. from me, or you know, you talk different, all that kind
0: of stuff. For sure, it's dude. just what
1: kids are, man.
0: That's that's a that's a good point, man. But um, I, I I wanna I wanna bring this up, Corb. I already told you about it. I'm really excited to tell everybody because I know everybody's. You know, when when I got sick, uh, so about a year and a half ago, or about a year year ago, year and a few months ago, I got really sick, man. I I got a I got a blood clot and it went to my lungs. And I died. I basically died in the hospital. They had to drill my veins because of all these blood clots that was surrounding my entire um, my entire body. Right, my whole that IVC, that big vein that runs up and down uh, vertically Inferior in our body. Inferior vena cava. Exactly yeah. that one. That one was just absolutely clogged. So they had to go in there and drill my veins. Uh, basically like a router like when you clean out your pipes <laughs> yeah. no that's exactly what they did and they had to go through my neck and go through the back of my veins and you know the the first thought was okay this is from covid because covid is you know it it gives little blood clots right mm-hmm, well i didn't have any any covid antibodies i didn't have any covid in my system nothing um so did anyway did you get covid no i've never had covid oh. never i've never had covid but um i i got i got really sick um, I, I, I couldn't move I literally could not move Like even when I was, I was I was unconscious in the hospital for a long time In the ICU man And you know I almost lost my life But you know I, I'm a fighter I, I, I came back and I basically had to Rebuild myself because I, I couldn't move You know I couldn't walk around I couldn't touch my toes Everything hurt bro. So I gained like 50 pounds dude Because I couldn't move all I had to do was eat, and I just used food as a comfort, you know, to hide my emotion, my emotional pain, whatever. And, you know, I've always been a fit guy with abs, always been in a workout workout type of dude. Well, anyway, um, you know, I, I medically retired, man. I, I retired from um, the agency that I worked with, man. I retired. It feels good. To be retired, I don't yeah, have to. Amazing, I don't have to work. So they, they retired me, man, and I'm just uh, so thankful that I was able to do all that. And you know what, man? I, I never blamed anybody. I, you know, you and I both know Dublin is a heck of a place to work at. It's a very difficult place to work at. I didn't it is the most like
1: toxic place I've ever been in my life. Very,
0: very, very toxic, dude. and and the the, the crazy thing is, man. I, you know. It, it it was just one of those things. It, it literally made... I worked until I was sick, man. And and I'm not blaming the, the Bureau on, on any of this. I, I'm not. But I could feel my stress levels. And the thing is, bro, you know, that's you always... De-
1: no, that's a definite thing, man. Like, when you're right. so stressed out and you're so tired, your your immune system just tanks, man.
0: Dude, exactly. Cortisol was, levels just go was through the always, roof. I was always... Especially when you left and then... um you know my wife got transferred out she got a promotion got transferred out i was literally by myself dealing with co-workers who didn't want to work and i was ending up doing their job because the way it was set up i couldn't do my job unless that person did their job yeah,
1: you know is we we toxic, literally had man. to
0: work together and it was just a very very tough place but you know i am so proud of myself man because i was really really angry because you know what I wasn't ready to retire, man. I'm not ready. I still want to work. I I still because you know we had a good salary, bro. I don't know where else in the world that you can work, and and get that kind of salary, bro. So, you know, you can't,
1: I, man. That's the thing. That's what's. That's why most people stay there, dude. I'm making like, almost like almost twenty bucks less an hour, dude. Right. Right. And, and now I'm educated, but there you an idiot can do that job. Right,
0: but that's that's the thing, man, and. And I want to point out, man, that good guys do finish last, bro. You know, most of the time when you see somebody, you know, when they end up getting out of their job or they, they, they dislike where they work, they're always going to the union or they're always filing yeah. paperwork, claiming yeah. um, equal employment opportunity. When It's, it's all false, man. It's, it's all false. You know, just trying to get a buck or two. But you know what, bro? I did this. You know, me and my wife, she helped walk me through it. And, you know, I didn't once file on anybody, complain or anybody, point fingers at anybody. I just accepted what it is, and I just did the best I could. And, you know, the one interesting thing that that I learned is um, character has a lot to do with your retirement because Mm. I know that they were going around asking about my character. And, you know, I I was a really great employee. I I did what I was supposed to do. You were. You were the best, dude. Thanks, man. I did what I was supposed to do. You know, I never complained, even never. when I, ha- I had a supervisor, you know, brush up against me up on the wall and got in my face, and he, like, literally threatened me. But, you know, what? I never said nothing.
1: You know, it's ironic, too, man, because that same supervisor was the one who was doing something wrong, and I called him on it and then turned around and lied and right. said that I was aggressive and wrote a memo, and that's the only reason he's a supervisor to this day, because he lied. right. He lied and made up a whole big story just because he was afraid he was going to get in trouble. Right. And and tried to make me look like some sort of racist or some sort of...
0: I remember that. Yeah,
1: some sort of thing. And that was the last straw for me. That was when I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm done. I, I, don't, I can't deal with these fucking idiots anymore, dude. They're, you know... But you know what, though, Herm? Karma, bro. Karma will come... Right. ...back around and serve that person. And the karma right. served you. It served you because now you are doing what you love making more money retired Retired. not having to deal with that stress doing your own thing scheduling your own work times doing what you want to do when you want to do it man so karma all that stuff you did by not complaining by just working hard by always trying to do right by people that were doing wrong by you um has come to serve you bro and it's giving you blessings I
0: appreciate that man you know and and there's been a lot of instances where and and I always remember when you were a supervisor and you were by far one of the best supervisors I ever worked for and I'm not saying that because you're my best friend bro you know but uh, like you were awesome you were fair to everybody you just you did. I think I was you did dude you 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 did great you know everybody you were very nice you're like you know when we all got done and we had like 20 minutes left you're like guys go home you know what I mean? It it was it was awesome, you know what I mean? And you are by far the best. And I, I I think about all the things that the other foreman would do to you, like just to get over on you, like, you know, make accusations that you're yeah. you're racist, you're yeah. not you're sexist, what what is the other um you know. who knows? You're man. whatever it is that they're doing. And and I thought about all those things because then I'm like, when that guy, he fouled on you, and then he became supervisor over that that complaint, because you mm-hmm. left, he got your spot. You know, I was like, I, I, was, I was angry, you know, but I've never, and I wanted him to feel what you felt. And I yeah. wanted to be that guy that he was to you, but you know what, something inside me told me that, you know, that's not you. Because for me, to go outside of my character is more, more no, tired. You have done
1: hard to, harm to your body and your, exactly your mentally. You know, he'll, everything he does and did, all the stuff he did, all the way he acted, all the stuff he tried, you know, compulsive lying and all that kind of stuff, it, he's already getting it. The thing about it is, is he may think at the time he won because he, he lied and then he ended up making his way to, to running the department. He may think he, he you know, short term that he won, but dude, the dude's not happy. Right. there's no way you can be happy in that in that hellhole, dude people are going to treat him worse off than he treated me and everybody else and right. he's just going to be stressed out and he's just it's it's going to take a toll on his health and whether or not he retires from there he'll probably die a year after he retires dude
0: and that's that's the thing man my, my my point is man like be good be good on this earth you only have one life yeah be good man like good people do finish first you know well, what I mean? yeah
1: and the, what I've seen to, in my personal opinion because I'm old is uh people that just scam 24/7 like they're stressed out because it's hard, it's it's like more work to scam it is out of out of doing work than it is just to do the damn work
0: like why don't you just do the and then work it's easier and they're trying yeah
1: and then and then they're all constantly lying and they're constantly trying to cover up for those lies and they're and it's just and I watch them and I did, I did a lot of that in the BOP I, you know like people would think that they were getting over on me and I was just kind of observing and watching and and uh, because it wasn't really worth my some of it wasn't worth my time or effort right. and plus at, at the end there Herm I just fucking didn't care anymore dude I right. just I had no desire to talk to anybody I, I was just kind of in my office the only person I talked to was you <laughs> you know and. Uh, it, it just didn't care anymore i didn't care that they were bad people i didn't care that they were trying to get over i didn't care that they weren't doing their job i just didn't care anymore
0: and you know i just i just want to take note of this man the the bureau's a great agency i it's a great agency they did a lot is for it, me it, it it is it's the people who are making the decisions it's the it's the the unions who you Instead know? Unions. It's 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 the it's the unions because the unions are great, right? The unions are great. However, people who always scam or always try to play victim will find a loophole and exploit that, and yeah. then and then the unions end up protecting the wrong people because the unions are doing their job. They're you know. Well, it
1: morphs into corruption because the unions then. The people that are that, that become part, like the e-boards, you know, the people that are in charge of the five people or whatever that are in charge of the union for that place, right? it, it just corrupts them it, 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 because it ends up being, you know what, I don't even have to work anymore. I can go sit in this office and just listen to staff complain and file right. all these things and do nothing all day long and get paid this big salary and benefits and vacation to sit in the office and not talk do, or do anything. And they right. end up getting corrupted, dude. And that, and that ends up becoming a selfish thing for them.
0: And that's that's the thing, man. For the most part, man, the bureau's a, a great agency. I I enjoyed my time, especially when we were at Victorville, man. That was, you know, I had
1: some okay times, yeah. R-
0: right, but for the most part, I mean, it, it is. It's a law enforcement agency. You're gonna. Ex- it is what it is. You know, it's you're you're a, you're a necessary evil. You know what I mean? It's people are going to love you, and then people are going to hate you. They love you when you show up, but they hate you for the most part because that's what the streets got to say. The streets say you can't talk to no cops. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but for the most part, man, they put food on my table, a great retirement, and and if it wasn't for that agency and and everybody helping me, pushing for me, and rooting for me, man, because they didn't have to award me my retirement. They could have just very well said, nah, you're not doing it. You know what I mean? But they... They pushed me, so I am very, very grateful. It's just, you got the people on there. Like for instance, you're a supervisor. You, you were a supervisor. Your hands are literally tied. You couldn't do any. You couldn't even discipline an employee. No. No. So and so, I. And I, they knew I, that. Right. And I get it. And and that's that's what I'm saying. The it's the unions protect the wrong people. You know what I mean? I mean they're doing their job. It's just like just like defense lawyers. You know, they're just. It's a necessary evil. It's like you know this guy committed murder, but it's the defense lawyer's job to find uh, uh, find something wrong and exploit but you know, that.
1: I feel like we should change that. Like I get it. Like the that's that's where again we're going back to good intentions, but it it morphs into evil. It morphs into money. You know what I mean? Because right. uh, what do they always say? That don't they always say defense lawyers is where the money's at?
0: Yeah. Unless you're
1: unless you're a, unless you're a um, you know public defender, but uh, you know it. It sh- there should be something in there where, I, and I know some do this. Some some are like, you know, you're guilty. Let's just get you the best deal possible, and I respect that. You know, that's fine. Plea bargain, get the best deal possible, do the least amount of time for for your crime that you committed or whatever. I get that. But the ones right. that go out there and get people off that they know are guilty, you know what, man? That is evil, dude. Right. All for the dollar. It's and don't just- tell me you're just doing your job, man.
0: <laughs> right. 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 You know, and but regardless, man, it's uh, it's a great feeling to to. I know I did everything right, man, and you did,
1: and that's why you have your blessings.
0: And the crazy thing is, man, when I got into the hospital, I started getting all these people that I never talked to me when I worked in the bureau at, at Dublin. Nobody ever talked to me, and as soon as I was in the hospital, man, I started getting all these friend requests, and then people ask me, "Hey, what happened? What happened? Cause what happened?" It's only
1: because they're nosy, bro. That's the only reason they're just nosy
0: you know and they don't care about you
1: they're just No nosy. they
0: they <laughs> don't they don't and then after i was like nah, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Cause i don't want to tell nobody my business because it's just yeah, like it's your sc- business it's just like elementary school man you you'd say one thing and then they're going to twist it around to make it even yeah. better you know and, and start these rumors uh, 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 about me. There was a rumor that I had COVID or there was a rumor <laughs> that I was out touring on the tour bus. I'm like I'm like, man, you I'm should have with that. I was bro. like, I'm in the hospital fighting for my life dude and you know I, this is the first time I went public with it, man. Oh you remember?
1: I, yeah, sorry, go
0: ahead. yeah, it's my first time that I went public with it like yeah, I had I had a blood clot and it went to my lungs, it filled my lungs and I couldn't breathe and I died you know end the right. story. You know what I mean? And I had to go to a road to recovery. They I think the one that really messed me up was drilling of my veins, man. That was very, very painful aftermath. Um, it was hard on my body. And I had to get these little stints put underneath and over my heart, you know, just in just case a blood clot does come up. I, I don't get a stroke. Mm. You know what I mean? So and then uh, now I got to be on these um, blood clot medications for the rest of my life, man, you mm. know.
1: Well, do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but because uh, I was extremely stressed out over there, right? And I don't know if you remember, but I went out for like.
0: You went out for like three weeks, dude. It was
1: like three weeks or something yeah. like that, right? Well, yeah. first of all, I, I got I got really 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 sick with just a flu or something, right? Like, uh, probably. I, I, matter of fact, I, uh, I got sicker than when I got COVID. I was sicker than a few years, you know, whatever it was, three four years ago, whatever it was, whenever, than I, than I did when I had COVID. Um, I don't know what I had. I don't know what virus or flu or whatever I had, but I, I got super sick. And and um, but I think it was just because I was so stressed out mentally, and I was so mentally drained and and stuff that my you know immune system dropped, and I was just whatever. But, anyways, um, I ended up just kind of having um it, like I don't want to say it. it wasn't a mental breakdown. It was a mental epiphany, you know.
0: Right, right. That
1: life is too short to be doing something that I absolutely despise. And every you know five days a week I was miserable. The only day I was happy was Friday night and Saturday, and then Sunday I started thinking about the job again, so I was miserable, you know? Right, So I had an right. epiphany that, you know what, th- what am I doing here? And I ended up needing to take just some kind of like mental health time, I guess, and some. And right. plus I was recovering from being sick, and I was just doing a lot of soul searching, man. But anyways, when I came back to work, um, there was a whole rumor going around that I was banging an inmate, dude. Right. Like, who started this?
0: <laughs> right. That I was right. under
1: investigation and 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 sent home or something like that. I'm like, what the, f- what is wrong with you people?
0: I don't know, man. But you know what, bro? We're we're both doing what we love to do, and I'm really proud of the decisions that we made. You know, um, I. I I wish nothing for the best at the at the people in in Dublin with the I, bureau. I don't. I, I don't.
1: <laughs> you can, but I'm not.
0: I, I I know you got a different. Fuck those sh- people, man. You got a different story than I do, man. No, they're
1: evil people, man. They're they, selfish, evil people.
0: Well, that's the thing, though, bro. We cannot fill our hearts with hate, dude. You have we to let it I, I, go.
1: I don't have to fill my heart with hate, and and I don't necessarily hate, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to wish them goodwill. I feel you. Know you know what? Bro. You you you. Uh, you're going to get served what you deserve to get served eventually right,
0: you know I get whether it, that
1: yeah so that's the way i feel i'm not going to but, but that's me man i don't i'm sounding bitter i know that but i am bitter
0: well they, they did you a lot of the staff there did you very very dirty man and even your in the people in your own department who's supposed to have your back i mean i've seen it but
1: they were but. disgusting yeah. But
0: the the thing is, dude, look at this now, bro. You got a better job. You're happy. I love um, it, bro. I'm I, I, happy, dude. You're yeah. doing so good, dude. I remember when you were going to school for this, bro. You went to school yeah. for, what, two years? That was hard. Roughly, I Roughly I think, two. I think we only talked like once every six months because you had so many finals and stuff. You got to do you your, yeah, your clinicals, bro. You remember that?
1: F- yeah, it was the first time in my life I was ever really, really... Uh, all in and focused on something aside from, uh, you know, music here and there. But uh, yeah, I was just all in and focused, and I had a great time. And it was just the first time in my life that something was interesting to me. Right. You know, like I, I've always hated school, always hated right. school. But I really loved this school. Maybe it's just because I'm older. But you know, I tell my kids that I wanted to say too, and any, anybody listening out there, I tell my kids, I try to get across to my kids, never, and I learned this too late in life, but never, ever, 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 ever do anything you don't love
0: exactly that is never you have that to is find so something true love that is so true do what you love life is too short to be at a job that you hate bro it, okay. and you know what I always preach this to to my clients and the members of root the kingdom if if you are wanting to change in your fitness journey right and you're not seeing change you have to change something you can't do the same thing Every day and expect change, brother, you have to change something that you are doing. You have to take that leap of faith instead of walking walking that direction, turn the other direction where you cannot see in front of you and take that leap of faith, just like what you did, just like what you did when you finally gave up your career in the bureau to, to pursue another career in the medical field, Maso and that's scary. you went in with no safety net, bro. You was like, you know what no. I'm going?
1: If I failed, I didn't know what the hell I was going to
0: do, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> you bro, know? And, and you did it. Yeah. and Same thing. You know, s- oh, go ahead, brother. Sorry.
1: Well, no, that's a good point you bring up, man, because um, I feel like with fitness, you know, and you're the fitness guru, right? You have, uh, you know, I can't even name all the certs that you have and all the schooling <laughs> that you have now, you know, yeah. when it goes into fitness. But I feel just as an opinion that um, p- uh, fitness uh, is, people's fitness issues has more to do with, uh, mentality than anything yes. and I and I think I think it's I think the reason that you know America aside from the processed foods and the sugars and, and that, that crap you know obviously that's a huge huge factor but I think one of the other factors is most Americans are just fucking miserable at what they're doing in life and right. they we cope with food and alcohol and drugs and that kind of stuff because right. we're so even gaming, you know, people get addicted yes. to games and, and or whatever it is that social they're addicted media, to. social media, right? But there, it's because they're so miserable in what they're doing in their day to day life that they're trying to escape on a constant, right. you know. And obviously, if you're trying to escape using food and alcohol and drugs and all this other crap, you're not going to be fit. <laughs> you know, you're gonna you're going to be tired, mentally tired. You're going to be miserable. You're going to, you know, your cortisol levels are going to rise. Your inflammation is going to rise. Your sugars are going to rise. All this stuff's happening because of, you know, ultimately because you are just unhappy, dude. And it's like stressful and, and it's just, your whole body's just, it's, it's hard, man. So do you, you know, that brings me, do you do anything mentally with your, with your people? Do you kind of try to find out what's, Driving them with their fitness or their their nutrition and try to you know go a different route because personally I kind of feel like it's a you know just to say somebody like and I know this is what you do and please correct me but just to be like here's a here's a meal plan you know here's a fitness plan just follow it you know what I mean right and I think it's really hard for people and I think the reason it's hard for people is because they're miserable in their lives and they're unhappy and they're it's they're constantly looking for that like dopamine and serotonin, you know, response to give them happiness and it comes from food and all that kinda of other stuff.
0: Well, I great, great question, dude, because you know, nine to ten times a personal trainer is just going to put together a program and just give it to you and and ish and you know, and administer and just tell you the, to program have the willpower and say yeah. here you here you go, right? But at Root to Kingdom we like to take that extra step, dude. And what I mean by that, bro, is Like, yeah, we'll work out. But at the same time, I'm telling them, hey, you know, in order for this to work, you got to change something. Because obviously, if you're coming to see me and you found me on the Internet, whatever, uh, you know, maybe you heard about me from word of mouth. If you're coming to see me, you you're wanting to change something. But now you have to realize that you're only seeing me three, four, maybe five hours a week. You know mm-hmm. some of them see me five times a week, some of them see me three, some see me one time a week, right? But that's not enough. You have to change your mentality. You have to change your emotional state. You know, and and I always tell them in order to do that, you have to find focus. You have to stop walking that path that you're on and just look where you cannot see beyond that and explore the unknown. Because when you explore the unknown, that is where change and the magic happens brother it is more and this is why i love working in fitness it is more than just issuing out you know a uh, workout programs or meal plans you know i get to really connect with people and help them change their life by making great decisions i'm literally their coach you know mm. and i tell them text me anytime if you if you have an issue like you don't know what to do text me and we'll talk about it well i'll walk you through it like what's a better decision like you have me here. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's a great thing. It's a great feeling. And what I'm showing them is, you know, especially when they come see me in the morning, I always tell them, you know, congratulations for showing up because that is the first win of the day. It takes a lot Corb to get up early. Who wants to wake up early in the morning and go see a yoked out dude and just sweat <laughs> like, li- literally leave a piece of yourself on the gym floor leave it well, or or me show up at their house and I'm gonna leave a piece of yourself on the floor yeah I who th- wants I, to do
1: yeah. that well I th- and I go back to I think it's because we as a people and a nation we're just we're just everyone's extremely unhappy I dude who doesn't know everybody knows everybody on this freaking let's just say the country I don't want to say the planet but everybody in this country knows that you should eating a piece of broccoli is infinitely better than eating a piece of, of fucking candy. <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah. why do we always go to that candy bro it's because we are as a nation completely unhappy and it's weird right because we are the most abundant nation on the planet we have everything at our fingertips right, right most right. people most people not every people but a good majority of people can afford luxuries that no that people in other continents couldn't even dream of right Right. and we and we have these things we have computers we have gaming systems we have cars we have pools we have whatever it is that you have you know instruments or whatever it is that you're doing right but we're still unhappy why why are we unhappy dude
0: just that's human nature human nature think is it's human once you nature, have it or
1: are you thinking we're, be, we're being conditioned uh, right in a certain way did you see that uh facebook whistleblower that that's come out
0: that was no, on 60 minutes
1: yeah so there's uh-uh. a, a woman a woman, I don't know what her name is because I haven't been that invested in it, but she's a, she's the quote unquote Facebook whistleblower and she was some sort of project manager or something over there. And what she did was she stole a whole bunch of documents and she, she left, she left the company, but she stole a whole bunch of documents and then she released those documents and she went on 60 Minutes. This is recently, uh, this is with, with wow. this week, this week. She went on 60 Minutes and so, and then she went uh, before the Senate um, on uh, Tuesday, I think it was. And her whole thing is, is that Facebook is, Facebook is is, a, a monster, and that they are, they are, uh, their ultimate goal is pushing profits, even though they're worth you know billions of dollars or whatever it is.
0: Absolutely. And
1: they're hurting, they're hurting kids, and they are hurting the American people, um, by pushing certain agendas and certain right. viewpoints, division, and all this saying, All in the name of profits and that they need to be regulated and oversighted by the government you know now for me (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of oversight from the government right I, I think we need less government personally that's the way I lean I don't want the government telling me every freaking step of the way I have to move and think and 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 this and that or whatever but that being said, I think these social media companies, I think, are a huge part of the problem of why everybody's unhappy. This right. whole instant gratification—we've talked about it. Instant gratification of likes, or 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 photoshopped women, or photoshopped men, and everybody wanting to look like the certain uh, way and feeling bad about themselves, and then just the toxicity of people being able to bully other people behind a keyboard because there's no repercussions. And it just—I think it's—I think it's finally reached a bubbling, a a blowing point, and it's bubbling over, and it needs to be.
0: Stop. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing this is what I always tell my clients bro you know and, and, and they, say, they say coach I'm, I'm really struggling to show up because you know I see it when they start missing sessions whatever yeah. I always, and, and I, see, I go so let me ask you the first thing what do you do when you wake up he goes well I, I get up I go no 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 no. what do you do do you reach for your phone I go, yeah I go on my phone I, 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 they, I go they go to social. the bathroom and they scroll through freaking on social on media dude and I tell them this <laughs> I tell them like this I go I challenge you I challenge you not to pick up your phone, but the first thing you do is stand up, whether you're alone, or whatever, if you're a husband or wife or daughter, you know, whatever, if, you know, if they're still in bed, then I challenge you to make your bed first. Make your bed, and then when you're done, I challenge you to reach for the stars and do a nice little stretch and then touch your toes. And then after that, I challenge you to, to do some, do five air squats. I want you to do that for two weeks trying to get that oxygen and blood pumping dude yeah try to get the oxygen uh, blood pumping and you know what I the the return rate the they stop missing sessions they come up to every single session all for that one change brother Mm. all for that one change they're like coach I know I feel different because I go because you are cutting those ties you are cutting those tines of emotional investment to something that's not real I go cut those ties. I go go outside. When you are done using the bathroom, brushing your teeth, whatever it is you do, make yourself a cup of coffee or, or, or some tea and sit outside and I want you to take a deep breath of the fresh air and I want you to be thankful that you are alive. Yeah. Dude, that changes your whole mentality, bro.
1: Positive talking to yourself is is huge, man. Huge yes, what you tell absolutely. yourself, what you tell yourself and I do this, I'm I'm super guilty of it, dude. But what you tell yourself um sticks with your subconscious and it, it controls how you how you how you um, view the world?
0: You know, on a I want to I want to go back to my retirement, bro, because and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to add on to what you're you're talking about, bro. I was I was worried that I wasn't gonna get my retirement, especially when it first happened, because now I'm like, you know, I was the breadwinner in our household, mm. you know, and and I went from a pay having a paycheck to no paycheck. Our household was slashed. More than fifty percent of our income, I'm talking about like seventy five percent of our income and my wife makes good money, she has a great yeah, she job does, yeah. she has a great job. however, I was bringing in a lot of money because of my job and and, and how much I got paid to do my job. Yeah. so I've always wanted to be a good steward of of the people, so I did a hundred ten percent. but when that was taken away from me, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I know they told me I cannot go back to law enforcement because of the medication that I'm on is too much of a risk. Mm. Like if I get hit in the head, I could literally bleed to death oh, absolutely. internally. Absolutely. I could because blood thinners thins out your blood. If I get hit in the head, I could literally bleed to death. You know, a simple little bump, a simple little bump. I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm done. You know, and and you know, you're in the medical field. Internal bleeding is a silent killer. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I just I had was, somebody too, Dude, bro. that's crazy yeah. I was very depressed, bro I was very depressed And this is part of why I gained a lot of weight I was very depressed But then I was thinking I was like, you know what? I'm going to accept the things I cannot change, bro
1: That's hard to do
0: I just accepted I was like, you yeah. know what? What am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and soak in myself And blame other people? No, this is my reality now I got to do something about it So I picked myself up I dusted myself off and I go what am I going to do? What skills do I have? I was like, you know what? I love personal training. It's awesome. It's fitness. I've always loved fitness. I feel good. I'm a bodybuilder. So I kept that mindset and the great thing is, it's it's I very low risk of me getting hurt because I'm not the one's doing the workout. I just, you know, I mean, I work out myself, but I have to work yeah. out very differently because of But you can of, control of what my you medic- do as your workout. Ex- exactly, bro. Yeah. So, it's a perfect job for me and I just I just created it. I rebranded Root to Kingdom, and dude, look at me now. I am so happy, dude. I mean, I, you know, I spend I spend eighteen hour days working, bro. I'm not lying to you. 18, 16 to eighteen hours every day, bro. And you know, what day. you did
1: was great, man. Because you actually in, you you went internal, you know, went internal to yourself. Because I think, right. I think the problem with with uh, you know everybody in your situation when they're hit with a setback like that is they look at it as defeat, and nobody wants to be defeated, and everyone has a hard time with being defeated. Instead of just saying, um, instead of just kind of internalizing and saying, you know what, um, this is happening for a specific reason. It's right. redirecting me into a better path. And what, like you said, what skills do I have? What can I do myself? Instead of worrying about what these other people are quote unquote doing to me. And you know, I was a huge, huge, um, I was hugely guilty of that. Um, my mindset was not right when I was with, um, when I was with, you know, the, the law enforcement agency and, uh, and I was constantly, uh, thinking to myself, why is this person doing this when I treat him so well, instead of, right, instead right. of accepting that they're just bad people and no matter what I did, it wasn't going to help. And then internalizing on what, what, what is it that I can control? I didn't do that. I didn't do right. that well at all. And it, it was spiraling out of control for me and I couldn't get a handle on it mentally. And, um, it's something you learn with age or maybe with trials and tribulations that you learn that kind of stuff, you know? And I don't know if I've still learned it or not, but it it seems like you have. And I think it's amazing.
0: The the thing is Corb, I, it was about eight months, you know, I haven't heard anything from the retirement board and I just accepted the fact that they're going to say, no, I have accepted that. I wasn't, I didn't put all my eggs in a basket. I was like, you know what? It's not going to happen. I'm just going to do just do what i need to do i i need i need to i need to work because we're not we're dude we're literally drowning in here in our bills we're, we're drowning you know we went from like our incomes got cut more than half so we were drowning you know we got so you know we got so used to the lifestyle that we were living and then all of a sudden it got taken away from me and that's what i'm saying at any moment something can change and life could change and there's it's out of your control. So I had two options. I could I could cry about it and, and just let my defeat consume me, or I can dust myself off and push forward. And then when I pushed forward and then I got the letter in the mail saying, Congratulations, you are now officially retired, I cried. Nice. Because because it was it was it was just something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I, I was just so happy. I stayed humble. You know what I mean? I didn't brag to nobody. I didn't say, "Look, all you haters that were wishing everything yeah, bad you, you upon could me." Have. Look, I, you I could have, but could I didn't. Yeah. I I stayed humble, and that's the point. Is be happy within yourself, man. Don't ever give up. Do do what you love to do. You know. With that being said, man, I I also went ahead and took on another license. I I I applied for my AFAA. Um, certified group fitness instructor which was a very very difficult school very difficult course it's almost as difficult as the personal training one you know but I believe that I did fairly well on it because of my personal training background it was almost in line and and I'm getting to a point of this I'm not trying to brag but (laughs) I'm getting to a point I'm getting to a point Um, what I do love about the um, CJFI certified group fitness instructors license is It has a lot to do with music and I want to share something that I learned that I did not know and I was a music producer for quite some time so you would think I would know this right well did you know that you as a group fitness instructor you know music at the gym you know music in at at the local local store the local restaurants whatever that is a different license than using Spotify or iTunes or Apple music you know, that, that Spotify, Apple Music, that is for that is for personal use, but when you're using music to drive a group class, a group fitness class or for background music, that's a called public performance license. It is incredibly expensive. I didn't know any of this and I learned this when I went to school. So, I was like, "Wow. What a what an amazing what an amazing license to have." Because, a, I'm paying you your royalties that you deserve, and b, I'm paying nice, you the license nice. that you deserve, man. And and I wanna, I don't want to do anything half cocked, you know. And I'm pretty sure if I was still to use Apple Music or Spotify, I don't use Spotify, but if I was to continue to use Apple Music, I wouldn't. Nobody would know. I'm very very small. Nobody would know. However, it's the right thing to do to pay the artist correctly. It's karma, man. So I went. I went and got my my public performance license to to exploit your copyrights, Corby, correctly. You know, because <laughs> no, seriously, man. And and, and I just want to make sure every every artist out there gets paid for for the work that they do, man. I don't want to I hate when people try to lowball me or cut corners on me on my business. But when I don't I want to make sure that I'm not doing that to them as well and you know
1: you got you know some I mean? people out there some bands and should we get in some Should we should we should we try to get in some music <laughs> news and stuff over here like or go well, that route are,
0: it's, it's up to you well, man. well I'm is, saying it's our
1: podcast. there's some people out there there's some, like if you're just exploiting it without uh, giving people their dues right there's some a lot of like if you're playing you know I don't know Prince or you know the Beatles or I mean is it really gonna matter no it's not you know they have infinite amount of, of you know most of them are dead but they have infinite amount of of money right so right but like you said man you got people out there dude um that are really putting putting it all on the line just like you put it all on the line, just like i put it all on the line to do something that we wanted to do right they're putting it all right. on the line dude so they deserve that right and when so i think what you're doing is right you know they deserve to, to get that credit and to get that monetization of you doing their stuff and all that all that kind of things. Band, bands like Simple Creation, you know, that are yeah. that are out there, um, you know, working, working it hard. and working hard, man. And and they, you know, you don't want to screw them over, even if it's a penny, bro. Give them their penny, you know.
0: Right. It's that dude, like you know, we're we're really good friends with Simple Creation, and that is their full time gig. They they work that's hard, their, man. They work hard, and you know I always think about you, Tim, Simple Creation. Yeah, Sunrays, Whenever, man. Cause... Sunrays works Sun...
1: hard, man. That guy's working hard right now, dude. Uh, you know, I, oh, he's not yeah. here with us today on the podcast. Um, he's he's really, really, really busy, man. He's got new baby. You know, he's got a lot. Of, so I don't know if if Tim's going to be on much uh, anymore. Uh, we miss him. You know, I really like having Tim uh, Sunrays sure. on the show. You know, but same with him, man. Give give that guy what he deserves, man
0: exactly man spend their music and spin it correctly don't try to steal from the artists or you know and i'm talking to those little companies out there that are using apple music or spotify or or pandora you know for personal Mm. use but sharing it using it for public performance man go buy that license brah go buy that license and do it correctly because you know the the artists they work hard they deserve it you know and and honestly, there should be more laws protecting them, protecting their rights. You know what I mean? Psh, there should be man. more. Like, dude, I was in the music business for a long time, and I just learned this. I learned well, this so through— there's so much, man. Dude, there's so much. I learned this through the schooling, and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And, you know, I was very—you uh, know, I, and I thought I, I thought I considered myself a, a music guru, but I didn't know that.
1: And you are. I think you are. But there's just so much—there's There, there's so much, you know— Rules and laws, and all this kind of crap that it's sure. it takes time to learn, man. But, um, right. so you know, I did want to get into a little bit of music uh, news um, out yeah. there. So, uh, I just kind of want to give shout outs. Like, uh, there's some new albums that got released if, if anybody has or hasn't listened to them. Um, Soja just released a new album, um, nice. I listened to it uh, over the past couple days, the whole thing. Um, if you're a soldier fan, I think you're gonna like it. It's called Beauty in the Silence. I thought I thought it was pretty good. You know, I'm not a huge Soldier fan. I think if you're a Soldier fan, you're gonna you know what exactly what you're gonna get. Um the music is uh, you know, pretty standard to what they release. The messages I think the Jacob Hemp, hempfill Hemphill, is that how you say his last name?
0: Hemphill, yeah. yeah.
1: I think the dude's a poet, you know. I think the guy has great messages and, and stuff like that. So I think I thought it was a pretty good album. I don't know, have you listened to it?
0: No, not yet. I I, I will yeah.
1: I'm not you know I'm not a huge soldier fan, but but uh, but I, I do listen to them you know from time to time, and I thought it was a decent album. And then um, you know, fortunate youth um, has a new album. Oh out. yeah, have you listened to that? Yeah, I
0: saw that. Yes, I have. It's pretty How good. How is it?
1: I haven't I haven't heard that one yet. Um, um,
0: I don't remember the the songs. I mean, it, it, again. It's it it's fortunate youth. They they all. You know what you're going to get. Right? I you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know so. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan Of Fortune E You are You I turn like me on to album. them bro Yeah I, I like them I like I like um, Dan Kelly's voice And one thing about Dan Kelly He's a very nice man You know I don't you know. know I've
1: never met him I've I've been around A bunch of festivals Where he's just Hanging around I've never I'm not really one To go up and talk to people Cause I'm just uh, I don't know Same. Shy I don't know if I'm shy Or if I just don't Want to bother people I just kind of feel like They don't want to Really be bothered Most of the time So I don't bother them But uh, right. I've, I've I've seen the dude around And he's He's he seems very nice. He seems just like regular old dude. He's just hanging around everywhere, out in the audience, you know, hanging around with people. He seems very genuinely um, happy when people kind of take pictures with him and, and nice. And he's always talking to people and stuff. But uh, yeah, you get fortunate youth, man. You know what you're gonna get. And their album's called a right. "Good Times Roll On." I um, yeah. haven't listened to it yet, but I'm gonna take a listen to it because uh, they're because they're they're pretty they're pretty freaking cool people, man. You know.
0: Yeah. You know I I love music man, and you know I want to give a shout out to Fit Radio, dude. Mm-hmm. Those are the, those that's the company I'm using for my public performance nice. license, and and it's really cool, man. It's it's they it's specific for fitness professionals, bro. and the DJs on there are awesome, dude. Like, just awesome. So big shout out to Fit Radio, dude. You guys are are killing it. There's so many public performance. Um, Uh, businesses out there you got uh, fit radio then you got gym radio uh, uh, a bunch of other ones but man dude i just what what turned me on to fit radio is um the the music is right there at your fingertips and the djs i recognize some of those djs i'm like oh wow this is dj snake man he's pretty good dj good mixes so congratulations on such an awesome and amazing service for gym and and fitness professionals man so big shout out to them
1: That's awesome and then uh I actually want to give a shout out, man. My uh, to my favorite album so far. Like I, you know, we, what do we have this year? So so far, we've had you know, Soulja. We just talked about Fortune Youth. We Ayaterra released yeah. a new album this year, right? Revolution released a new mm-hmm. album this year. Alba Rosie mm-hmm. released a new mm-hmm. album this year. I'm sure I'm missing other people, but Kyle Smith, man, uh, had re- Ooh, yeah, he, he released one. this he released an album called Lost Cause, and I got to tell you, dude, this is from top to bottom my favorite album of the year. I, I absolutely absolutely love this record from top to bottom, dude. Every single song on nice. here, I jam out to, you, man. And um, I don't know this guy, man. I, I've I've uh, briefly spoken to him on social media. Just I'd like to get him on the podcast if he ever want to come on the podcast. Just because I think his story. For sure. I'm I'm a big fan uh, a fan of his story of like of uh, uh, uh you know he he's no uh, he hasn't made it any secret about his background about um his drug addiction uh, you know being at the bottom and then this guy looks like he just works so hard dude it looks like he's putting everything he has like a nine to five job the guy's like playing music every night after his job he's touring he's he's um working it just it looks like this dude is working so effing hard man and i just i love when i see people work so hard and get the rewards you know that that they deserve man and i i absolutely i don't know if you've heard this album it's not I, you know, he, he has reggae components in there, but I would I would call it, um, I don't know if you could classify it, the dude, it's just music, it's just Kyle Smith music, you know? It has some reggae right. songs, it has some ska, it has some punk, it has some pop elements, it has just regular rock and roll elements, you know? I don't think you can classify the music realistically, but it's, man, it, if you haven't, if, if anybody's listening out there and you haven't heard Lost Cause by Kyle Smith, I mean, I would highly encourage it. It's my, it's my number one album released this year, I, f- I fucking
0: love it's- it. I listen to. it. It's a really great album. He his his style reminds me a lot of Sublime. It does. You, you know. know you, you can see the can't, the influence. There's no genre. He's just He's just playing doing his what music. He loves. Yes. And the
1: messages in it, man. If you if you listen to the words of the songs, uh, you can tell. I, I don't think they're just some type of you know juvenile stuff put together just just to you know say right. whatever. Like he has specific, genuine messages in there that I personally agree with. And myself like i'm listening to these songs and i'm like i connect with them because i agree with them i agree with what he's saying on these things and i think that's a big part of music is you know that's why i can't do i can't do hip-hop these days i can't do it because i feel like i listen to it and i have no idea what the hell they're talking about i don't think there's any message in it they're just saying a bunch of words that they think rhyme and then
0: they're making um sound effects yeah like that Oh, oh yeah like, come yeah, on and I can't dude. connect with that,
1: man. I, I have to have a message, but anyways, a big shout out to Kyle Smith. Um, I hope I hope this dude I hope this dude just fucking blows up and is just like, you know what I mean? I, I hope he gets for everything sure, that man. comes to him because I love
0: love love that album, dude. Especially when when people work so hard for their craft, dude, and they're just doing what they love, interacting with their community, man. And that's the thing you cannot be a musician. And not put into work. Well, here's Bob. the
1: thing, you, and I don't know this guy, and you, and I think you're right there. Like I think you hit the head. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think, North. I think you know, part of dealing with people, it, being a musician, part of your work is dealing with people, right? Part of your part of your work right, is right. promoting yourself, talking with people, trying to respond to people because you do want a fan base and you want your fan base to feel connected, right? And I'm sure, just like with fitness, you love fitness, correct? obviously.
0: Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. but I'm sure there's
1: days you're like, I don't really feel like doing this today. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you have to sure, get out there yeah. and put a good front. on. Like if you just went in there monotone and you're like, okay, um, thanks for coming. Do five push push-ups. Okay. Now good. Oh,
0: You know yeah. what I mean?
1: If you weren't interacting with these people in a way that made them feel good, made them feel energized, made them like you, you know what I mean? That's part of your, that's part of your job, man. You're selling yourself along with your product, right?
0: right exactly so he
1: has to do that obviously but so it appears to me and i don't know this for sure but it appears to me that he actually enjoys doing it and it's huge it's to me it's huge when you see somebody that like that seems to be so appreciative of just being alive and so appreciative of being having the honor of like playing music live in front of people you know instead of looking at it as like well there's only 15 people here and i'm not getting paid money you know obviously you want to get paid money and you want fans i get that right but right, it's it's right. really refreshing, and I think it's good karma, and I think it's I think it's you know good for your soul when you're just absolutely appreciative of even that one person that wants to come hear your music. Right. And it appears to me that he is like that. I don't again I don't know him you know, but I did I have gone to a show of his, and I kind of just you know watched and 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 dude seemed just generally excited and happy to talk to anybody and everybody. Man, he just it just seems so excited just to be there. And I, that's like that's a good, breath man. of fresh air for me, man, instead of like the jackasses that, you know, they're just like it, to me, sometimes bands, they turn like politicians. They, they forget that, you know, you're that the, yeah, you're nothing without the people, you know, like you're not God's gift to these right, people. Right. Like, I understand these people want to come see you, but it turns into this. I'm bigger than everybody else. They they should be thankful that I'm coming to this stage to perform for them. And right, you know right. what? No, dude, no
0: sit down right and you know that's that's a great point man because you know what when i think about that i think about kyle smith um sun rays fortunate youth um you know um uh simple creation those guys out there they genuinely love what they do and you and i both know music business is a tough industry it can really literally it literally chewed me up and spit me out and i was like okay this isn't for me, and it wasn't working for me. So I had I had to find another direction. So my thing is, music is more of a hobby to me versus a job. It was to a point where I hated music, dude. Yeah. I didn't even listen to music. You but. didn't,
1: man. You didn't. And I was I'd be asking you, "Have you heard this?" And you're like, "Nah, man. I can't listen to that. I can't listen to stuff today or whatever." You know, I've been, yeah. And I yeah. felt sad for you because, like, I felt like the joy that you once got from hearing that was just gone.
0: It just wasn't, the music business isn't for me, man. I, I tried, well, I know, failed at it horribly. Yeah,
1: I don't think you failed at it, Herman. Uh, I, I honestly don't think, I, I wouldn't call it failure, man. I, I would say that maybe, I, I think you have a definite talent in the in mix and mastering, but I, I feel like that particular avenue, and I and I could be wrong, but I feel like that level or particular avenue is not for you because you're dealing with uh, a different side of the of the business. Right. Very true, very
0: true. You know what I mean? And you know, w- one thing I Because you used to be to energized too, when
1: you made music.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, one thing that I love about the the, f- uh, the certified group fitness instructor, one thing that I, li- I did learn too is, you know, when, when you're using people's music to record one of your group fitness sessions, now that's a different licensing on its own. And I still haven't, there's so many laws in there, and I don't want to break any laws. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna create my own music because I own my own licenses so why not so why not so I've been dude I've been working on and and it's an hour-long it's an hour long thump you know uh, 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 a specific beats per minute you know and I'm gonna use my own music for my own you know for my own recordings to to broadcast it over the internet to put it on my website whatever and that's just safe for everybody bro because there's so many rules i don't want to break any laws bro get that three hundred thousand dollar fine that well, look they at, threaten you with you look know at all
1: your uh, journey that led to that though i mean through your for through sure, your about. through just being a fan of music to to make to learning to play keys and guitar or whatever it is and then learning how to do because um, then you took a pivot there for a while and started doing some dance or some drum and bass type of stuff and then right, you learn how right, to produce right. all that stuff and all of this has been a accumulation of you now being able to like skip this whole step and just make your own stuff dude instead right. of having to pay for and, and stuff no. or whatever so you have the you have like exactly in your right. little business you have literally all the power there you don't have to rely on anything yeah. or anybody <laughs> yeah, dude so, so cool. all that stuff where you're talking about see that's why I don't see it as a failure all that stuff you did oh, and all man, that journey that point, you dude. went through has all led to you being able to completely yeah. 100% control every aspect of and not and being able to do 100% of the things you want to do in your current business. So you have now yeah. you have the ability to create it, mix it, master it, release it, play it, and you don't have to pay a single soul.
0: That that's very very you know true, man. And maybe it led up. Maybe I was supposed to take that musical path. You were to help me to you, learn all those skills were. from my business. And that's why I really love um, group fitness, is because there's that music. You know group fitness is 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 empowered by music music is driving the class so it's like man i wonder and it makes me wonder did i go through all of that did i learn all those skills just so i can be here today yes. create my own yes. music ba
1: absolutely i think you i think <sighs> you did i think it was
0: you know, and I'm falling back in love with music. And not just bro, to make some, I get so excited. Not just to make dude. some
1: BS, boom, 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 but something that people yeah. are gonna. Gr- <laughs> yeah. Imagine going into a room like your garage or whatever, with with you know echoing and just having nothing. You know what I mean? It's just quiet, and yeah. you're just like
0: lift, <laughs> <Yeah>. squat, <laughs> going and lift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Squat. Like that was, I'm like, can you leave? Yeah, people would just be like, this sucks.
1: So you know,
0: oh, for yeah, sure. your for whole sure. journey
1: led to that. Just like my whole journey. Um, led to where I am today, and everybody's journey leads to where. And and like you said, man, uh, it depends on how you look at it too. People, there's a there's a certain pivot point in life, and you reached that pivot point, dude, when you were sick. There was a point there where you there was a couple different avenues you could have chosen, you know, and you could have chosen right. just to fall fall apart. You could have chosen just to go back, you know, to go into alcohol and and like you said, food, right. and just let yourself go and and all this other crap. You could have, you know. There's a, there's a lot of avenues you took there, but what what did you take? You took the positive route. You said, you know what, I'm just going to accept this. Dude, I'm going to figure it, out, look inside of me, what can I control? What can I do? Right. And I think that's the problem. Uh, not a problem, but I think that's a, an unfortunate tragedy that most people go through. And I think that's how, unfortunately, people end up in jail and that, that, what we were doing. Because you had a lot of good people that just did some messed up stuff. Um, there, there weren't bad people. They just made mistakes, and now they're paying for it.
0: Right. And, and they could have
1: had right. that pivot point in life, and they chose the wrong
0: path. Right. That, man, Hey, this this was a, a deep, deep, a deep <laughs> episode, bro. <laughs> We're getting past the one yeah, hour we and 15 minutes, so that bro. People, if anybody
1: does listen, yeah. they don't get bored. But a uh, big shout out to, to yeah. Sunrays out there. Miss you, bro. Hope you're doing For well. sure,
0: man. Big shout out to you, guy, bro. With, with the deer and whatever he says. Wherever bro. he is. In Canada, but, somewhere. I don't know. Canada somewhere. Hey guys, thank you for listening and tuning in to Be on the Mix podcast. If you if you haven't picked up on it yet, we are no longer just a yeah. pure uh music podcast. We are talking about all things that we want to, why? Because we can and yeah. this is the land of the free. And the home of the brave. Brave. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. We're going to talk about
1: political stuff. We're going to talk about our families, we're going to talk about our lives, we're going to talk about your lives, we're going to talk about music, we're going to talk about everything. Yes. We're going to talk about fitness. Everything,
0: guys. (laughs) Hey, guys. Thank you for being on this crazy journey with us. We love you, all the Beyond the Mix fans. Corby, you're my dude. Thank you for being on this uh, show with me, dude. I appreciate you. And until next time. Bye. Bye.